Hey guys, we're joined here on Boom Radio by Felix Young and promoter Michelle of Dude Where's My Ring, um, ahead of their Blood, Sweat and Tears, Blood, Sweat and Beers, sorry, this Friday, I'd rather some beers over some tears, this Friday down at Seasonal Brewing Co. in Maylands. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, it's going to be an awesome interview. Thank you for having us. Uh, so, myself, I was a huge wrestling nothing back in the day. Alice over here knows absolutely nothing, so this is going to be awesome. But I'd like you guys to sort of start with um, what actually is Dude Where's My Ring and um, how'd you guys bring this idea together? Um, so, in Perth Wrestling, I feel that there has been a bit of a gap for this over-18s, uh, a bit more violent, adult-themed kind of wrestling shows, um, and that's been an ongoing theme for several years at this point. Um, Dude, Where's My Ring came about because I really wanted to do a show where there was no ring, and I wanted it to be in an adults-only venue, and luckily got some really good friends involved, like Joel Bateman, and then we had people here like uh, Jared Slate and Felix Young, we all wanted to kind of push the boundaries and we got all together. And that's pretty much how it all came about, really. It all comes from a really organic place, actually, just of everyone wanting a point of difference. Um, there's a few different promotions in Perth and we have a huge point of difference with no ring uh, and catering to an 18 plus market. I've always felt like uh, sort of they're all, a lot of the promotions here are same, same. So to see Do Where's My Ring pop up, um, it's absolutely godsend, but definitely explain a bit more about it. So of course, Do Where's My Ring, you guys are primarily specializing in deathmatch wrestling. So explain what actually is deathmatch wrestling? What stands it apart from the traditional pro wrestling? So deathmatch wrestling stands apart um, from a few different ways. So um, in a regular wrestling match, you can't just hit someone with a chair. Yeah. That's not that's not how that works. It's um, it's shown as more of a contest of grappling ability and, and skill with mat work. Whereas deathmatch wrestling tends to lead to more um, weapons and props and things like that. So um, where in a regular wrestling match, at worst, you might get maybe a chair or a table. We sometimes have um, skewers or glass or thumbtacks, different things like that. We we push we push the form of entertainment as far as it can go. Yeah. Um, kind of how I like to describe it is you do have movies who have different genres, right? Yeah. So you got people who really they really dig comedy or they really dig action or they really dig um, psychological thrillers. And I kind of feel like Deathmatch for me is just another way of telling the story in wrestling. So you're always going to have those people who are incredibly into the comedy style matches or those really mat-based matches. And we do have like Brit wrestling technical style matches on our shows as well. But when it comes to the more hardcore deathmatch kind of stuff. I love horror. Yeah. I love gore. I love psychological thrillers. And this to me is just another way of telling a wrestling story just from a different um, genre view, I guess. Yeah, it's a very good way to sort of split it apart. Like explaining one as a horror film and the other one maybe is just like a regular action movie. Um, but have you guys faced any challenges uh, sort of trying to convince a venue to let you guys host an event like this? We've done a few venue meetings and um, they'll start out pretty pretty casual. Yeah. Um, and then we have to start the, the hard questions we have to be upfront. Um, yeah there's gonna be blood in our shows um our guys go hard um it, sometimes there's a lot sometimes there's a little but it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a risk um some of the props we bring into a room you know um our very first show we had glass and light tubes yeah and i'm not quite sure they were prepared as right. well as they thought um so then conversations about that going forward is a thing we have to be aware of yeah um luckily with the venues that we have met with um because it is so different and unique especially to perth because we we haven't seen this before like this stuff has been going on in Japan for decades and in the US for a while and the UK for a while. People here haven't really visually seen. So we're trying to present this idea to people who might not even have very much of an idea of what wrestling is in the first place and then trying to explain like, oh yeah, like there's going to be real blood and um, 
yeah, but it's all okay. Like we're all professionally trained like myself. I've been doing it for over 20 years and like trying to, it's been really bizarre to me how open a lot of venues and stuff have been to this idea. Um, very, very surprising. The first meeting that we ever had, like uh, Felix was with me and I was uh, just almost doing cartwheels out of the place <laughs> because I'm like, oh my God, they're actually willing to give this a go. I'm so excited. So um, there hasn't been as many um, big issues as I honestly thought there would be. Yeah, it's quite surprising because it's like, it's so- Yeah, this, very surprising. It's so, uh, it's just so different. It's so unique. That's what I think makes uh, this, you, your guys going to stand out from, uh, you know, everywhere else in Perth. It's quite a spectacle. What are some of your experiences, uh, Felix, sort of uh, competing in sort of a traditional wrestling match compared to a death match? Are you preferring sort of the death match wrestling a bit more? Um, preferring, probably not the word I would use. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have grown up watching um, all kinds of wrestling from, from you know, the American style WWE to um, the Japanese influence to the Mexican influence of Lucha Libre to the Brit wrestling. Um, and deathmatch wrestling is just another flavor of ice cream of professional wrestling to me. So it's something that I wanted to um, test for myself in for a long time. Um, I've always had a lot of admiration for people and what they can do with the sport and the art form. Um, so I wanted to give it a go. And yeah. once I gave it a go, I wanted to see where I could take it. Yeah. Um, and I've been very fortunate. I've been able to wrestle in Victoria doing deathmatch wrestling as nice. well. Um, and I, I've been able to explore it more and learn a bit more about it. So traditionally, traditional wrestling, um, I still love. I still think it's uh, I still think it's incredible. I still think professional wrestling is the best form of entertainment in the world. Yep. It's the most unique form of entertainment in the world. You can't go to a play and yell at the actors and they change what they're doing yeah. because you yelled at them. Um, but it shows you can. Yeah. Uh, so to take what I've been doing for a long time and be able to put a twist on that and uh, explore a different avenue of that, I think that's just a really cool thing. And it's it helps my creativity and it pushes my uh, it pushes the mental side of it. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's great. And what about yourself, Michelle? Uh, have you still have competed in uh, some death matches as well? Uh, what's been your sort of experience? Um, so I've uh, luckily or unluckily, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> um, I started trading in 2002. So I've Damn. been doing this like a long time um, when I started. Women being in any kind of match that wasn't just um, a toilet break match yeah. um, was a big deal mm. for me. So eventually it's like you start being able to have matches that actually have a point to being on the show and you're like okay awesome I can actually tell the story and people will actually maybe pay attention to what's going on but I um, I personally like I said I like thrillers and I like horror and I love that kind of stuff um, mentally I like to make people feel uncomfortable yeah being a woman sometimes seeing a woman being covered in their own blood is very confronting uh, if we go into personal things like my mum was part of domestic violence some people would be like this is pushing it a bit too far yeah but for me it's being able to be like I am in control of this yep. and I can really make and dictate how people are reacting to the things that I do yeah. and I find that in hardcore and deathmatch wrestling I can really really push that Yeah, and that's what I really enjoy about it. I love that answer uh, so much. Of course one thing I've always uh, sort of gone back to the venues uh, sort of thing cleaning up how does that uh, sort of how's that experience for you guys go uh, do you guys have someone assigned to clean them all up uh, does the venue do it? Cleaning up is a combination of um, organization and just a nightmare situation altogether. Um, we're very we're very lucky that the venues um, have always given us so much time yeah. to um, to be able to clean up and make sure that we we want to get it right. Yeah, um, we're very lucky. We we play venues that would have bands. You know, we played Badlands before. We have Seasonal Brewing. Seasonal Brewing are becoming a great partner of ours. And um, when we left our last venue. 
we clean the green room, we clean the the pit, we call it, the dance floor, we clean everything. And um, when the venue owner came to lock up, they were gobsmacked. Yeah. We actually got asked, like, why'd you clean the green room? We have cleaners for that. Wrestling has a bad name, can have a bad name with some buildings um, from years gone. We don't want to ever ruin a venue because of something like that. Yeah. And it's an easy chore. We have enough guys on the crew. We have enough people around. We can clean up. And it's not like, we, we, because we run 18 plus venues, we're not running council buildings. Yeah. Council buildings are very strict on time. And when you're working with those, you have to clean meticulously. Yeah. Otherwise, you get fees and other things. So, it's just natural habit for us to make sure that we're cleaned up after ourselves. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, it's not like you guys got a ring to pull up, pull that's down. That's exactly what I was just going to add in there because we don't have a ring. So, we don't have to worry about that extra couple of hours of set up and put down. So, yeah. we can really take the time. Like, luckily, we do have an awesome crew from top to bottom. Like, everyone has like their, their role and everyone plays a moving part. Our pit crew are top notch. They are on it. If we're awesome. like, okay, guys, you, the, you know, there was something there, you need to go four people out there, brooms, everything ready to go. Once the show's done, you have got everyone out there, like, as if they can, moving pieces and stuff like that. It's very efficient. Yeah. And um, that just comes down to having um, a really awesome environment that we have managed to foster over the last six months yep. and also just having great people coming together and working with the with the crew that we have. No, I've always, I've always been so curious about that because there's so much glass and you guys are obviously running a night and all that sort of stuff, so must be a lot. That's awesome. Have you guys sort of faced any, um, I wouldn't say any backlash, but any sort of um, put challenges or pushback from your peers in the rest in the Perth wrestling scene um, for doing an event like this, still more more deathmatch style? Y- yes and no. Mm. Um, there are some people who are very accepting and yep. they they just want wrestling of any form to flourish. Yeah, there are some. Most of the pushbacks come from a good place. Mm. So. Um, what we do is considered a fringe art. It's a fringe of a fringe because wrestling's already a fringe art. Yeah. So going back to like we talked about venues before, there are days where if something goes wrong on a show, that venue is crossed out. You don't go back there again. Yeah. So the cat council, maybe that entire suburb now won't take wrestling again. And what we're doing with, you know, glass and stunts and blood, people are worried that we're going to start doing that. Um, or that might be a concern or we may have injuries. We haven't lost a venue. We've not had a venue say no. We've had a venue work every venue's worked with us to a degree um they've been very flexible and very open and very excited to hear what we have to say because what we do is so different yeah um there certainly is pushback but i believe it comes from a good place yeah and as Michelle was saying earlier, depending on what films you like, you may or may not like Deathmatch Wrestling. Yeah. I, any other show, I will always throw it to my friends. Hey, come down and have a great time. Deathmatch Wrestling, I'm very selective of who I offer it to because I understand. I understand that if you're not into gore or the shock value or things like that, it could be a lot. So there's some people who just, they don't quite see it how I see it. And that's totally fine. We all like different flavors of ice cream. Yeah. Um, I just happen to like mine bloody. Yeah, that's a good way to put um, it. And I'll just add on to there, like with wrestling, um, there are so many different ways you can go about telling a story, like I mentioned before, and it doesn't matter if it's a comedy match, if it's a technical match, if it's a death match, if it's a high-flying match. Bad wrestling is bad, yeah. but good wrestling is good, and it doesn't matter what the, like genre that is. Um, I would much prefer to see good wrestling done well. Um, I think as far as it, when it comes to like the backstage stuff, like we've been managed to um, being able to implement some stuff that I know other players 
cases here haven't done, like as far as getting the blood tests, uh, having medics, all that kind of stuff. We have done that. So when it comes to pre presenting it, I think sometimes some of the original uh, pushback was the idea that we were just going to go out there and just not be as well prepared as we could be. Yeah. But some of those people have been able to see what we've actually been presenting and what we've been able to do backstage as well. And a lot of that has kind of gone, oh, okay, they, they're actually taking this quite seriously. Um, I would never want anyone to be on my show to get hurt for something mm. that could be avoided. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that has also been proved um, over the last few shows that we've done that we are actually taking that very seriously yeah. as well. <laughs> and obviously, it's an over 18s show. Yeah. <laughs> I've got kids. They ain't watching this. Yeah. No, we are advertising to the right people. These yeah, shows. definitely. It's uh, definitely right. At the end of the day, I suppose everyone that would be looking out for you, they just want you to stay safe. That's exactly. all it is at the end of the day. So I totally get it. Like, like Felix said, it's coming from a good place. Absolutely. So, you know, and that means that they care about us as well. So that's <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, I've only got a couple more and I just want to look more towards Friday. Uh, so obviously, we've got a stacked card of a, few, a handful of matches here. We've got you, Felix Young, taking on uh, Mickey Fortune in a death match. So talk to me about that. Um, who, for those who may not be familiar with uh, Mickey Fortune, your opponent, um, yeah, give us a rundown on this weekend's match. So I've been a very um, big advocate that women should be treated as, as the men are. They, yep. they train just as hard. They work, they work just as hard to get nowhere near the recognition the men do in professional wrestling all across the world, um, particularly in this country, I believe. Um, so that's something that I've always been um, – an advocate for and when you have a talent like mickey fortune and you know the opportunity is there why not float the float the idea mickey comes back and says let's go well then let's go mickey's been wrestling i believe a little bit longer than i have out of adelaide um coming from riot city where um they've been great sending us um little bits and pieces of her so we can ab help advertise awesome mickey's as tough as they come yeah um, they call her the huntress and as much as that's maybe a, a stage persona seeing how she gets after the boys doesn't let them get ahead yeah she's chasing them down She's on their tail at all, at all times, you know. I want to see what she can do in the pit at Seasonal. I think awesome. that's going to be good fun. That's going to be a ton of fun uh, this Friday night at Seasonal Brewing Co. And, of course, Michelle, give us a rundown on the uh, the other matches in the night. Yeah, we've, um, we have got King Shahil. Shahil. Um, there we go. Who is um, probably who we'd call our first champion. He actually has the crown. So, we don't have a title. We have the king of the pit, and uh, that did go to King Shahil. Um, very much a king. And he is facing the Prince of Perth, Jay Taylor. So we have discovered we have a lot of royalty for such an isolated city. <laughs> so uh, me, myself, I was the queen of Australian wrestling. King Shahil took that off me. Um, but there is a lot of royal <laughs> people here. So it's like, if you want to be a royal, come take it off the one who's got the crown, mate. So that's awesome. going to be like a really good... Uh, they're both amazing wrestlers and yeah. they're both amazing characters as well. So I'm expecting that to actually be quite a, a really fun match to watch. Yeah. Um, we have got got uh, James Hartness versus Axton in a brewery brawl, which is becoming a seasonal specialty at this point. Um, they are both monsters of human of humans and um, Hartness, I know that he hits hard. He hits really, really hard. <laughs> um, but they are just huge men and they're going to be fighting it out in a no rules kind of situation. So that's just going to be a spectacle within itself. Can't wait. Um, and then you've got Hayden Zenith versus the great George in pretty much a Brit wrestling style match so there is going to be none of the the tables or chairs or blood or anything like that's going to be a straight up wrestling match that's going to have timed rounds Ooh. um so there's going to be breaks in between 
between five rounds and they are technical wizards. And Hayden is also George's coach. That's just going to be, if, if you like tech wrestling, that's going to be the match for you. Um, and then the one that we just uh, got notice of was Cal Collins, the millennial versus Jared Slate, the bear. Um, and I just think Cal's going to get mauled. I don't think he knows what he's in for. Not at all. Um, but that's going to be fun to watch. That will be a good watch. That's going to be a great watch, in fact. So, everyone, of course, get your tickets. Get down this Friday, July 21st, Seasonal Brewing Co. in Maylands. Uh, of course, where can we find you guys on social media and where can we grab our tickets? Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at Felix Young Wrestler. Um, that's through the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Instagram's probably the most active. Uh, I think I'm under <laughs> Michelle K. Hasluck at a lot of places or MK Hasluck. Um, and, dude, where's my ring? DWMR Perth on all go. socials. There we are. Uh, and for tickets, dwmr-beers.eventbrite.com. Awesome. So everyone get onto it. And if you're more busily curious and over the age of 18, we'll see you down at the Seasonal Brewing Co. this Friday.